that you behold, no interference without, it is within. As with this world of mortality is but a shadow. So you can change the shadow if you change the object, or you are the light. That I am the light of the world. Change the object that you're holding within yourself and identifying yourself with it. Change that object, you're lighting up, and you'll cast a new shadow upon the world, upon the world. What's going on, guys? We have such a crazy month here ahead of us um, in March. So I really wanted to hop on real quick to talk about it. This month is undoubtedly the most astrologically uh, important month of the year. Uh, it's just It just has so much going on, like so much. And to be frank, I've been looking forward to this for a while. I've been looking forward to March for a long time now. And I know this has the potential to, and it likely will manifest itself in some pretty negative ways on the world stage, but I am just so tired of the same old thing week after week after week. And it's funny, I've been telling all my friends now, you know, like, you know, if you're bored with things, if, if you're tired of, of hearing the same narratives, just buckle up and wait for March because it's all going to change. And, uh, I'm starting to notice a pattern here. Uh, March of 2020 and March of 2022 were both wild months. 2022 was like the whole Russia invades Ukraine thing and us putting sanctions on Russia and our economy like just fucking going to shit. Um, And then obviously March of 2020 was the COVID lockdowns. But I'm daring to say this one may top them all. It might. It, it certainly has the potential to. Um, I just, you know, either way, I just don't think it's going to be a subtle month. I have a, a couple transits highlighted here that I want to go over. I don't know if I'll get into all of them, but I, I certainly want to at least get into um, two of them. So let me see. We've got tomorrow, I'm recording this on, on March 1st. Um, so right now, Venus is like starting to conjoin uh, Jupiter. And tomorrow it'll be conjunct Jupiter while Mercury conjoins Saturn. And um, then right after that, Mercury immediately goes into its detriment position in Pisces. On March 7th, we have Saturn going into Pisces. Uh, Saturn has been in Aquarius since March of 2020. So we're, we're breaking or, or completing that three-year cycle there, and we're starting a new, um, a new Saturn journey in Pisces. And then, at the end of the month, we have uh, Pluto going into Aquarius um, on March 23rd. Now, Pluto has been in the sign of Capricorn since 2008. So now, we're, we're transitioning um, out of a 15-year cycle. And then finally, at the end of the month, Mars leaves Gemini, where it's been for fucking eternity. Um, no, it's, it's only been there since, I think, August. Um, eight or nine months, but it's just like, 
Holy crap, I'm so sick of it. That's like the longest that Mars has been in one sign for, I don't even know how long. It's been, in my personal life, just uh, very mentally frustrating. And I think that that is a good way to describe Mars and Gemini, just just mental frustration. But, um, all right, let's get into this, um, this Mercury conjoining Saturn tomorrow. That is going to be like some type of announcement from the government or some authority. The last time that Mercury conjoined Saturn, or actually, you know what? I'm not sure if it was Saturn. It might have been Pluto. Let me, let me double check on that. Um, oh, shit. That's kind of crazy. It was exactly a year ago, and it was Saturn. Yeah, so... The last time that Mercury conjoined Saturn was March 2nd of 2022. And at the same time, Venus conjoined Mars in Pluto. I remember I was, uh, I was staring at this day for like, like in my little astrology app here forever, like for months, just like, what the fuck is going to happen that day? I think I did a podcast on it and everything. And what it ended up being was, so just like the reason I'm saying that tomorrow there should be some type of like government announcement is because, you know, Saturn is the authority. Mercury is the message. And there's going to be some type of message coming from the authority. Last year when we had this um, conjunction, uh, Biden announced sanctions on Russia because of the whole Ukraine thing. So maybe at the time, like that day, that didn't really seem like anything too crazy, but it, it just escalated everything and it tanked the U.S. economy. That, that was like the real start of the uh, U.S. Pluto return. So I don't know what that's going to be tomorrow. There could be a lot of things that it could be. I think the weird thing is that the next day, Mercury immediately goes into Pisces, where it's in its detriment. So it's like, whatever is announced, I don't know if it's going to make a ton of sense, or maybe it does at the moment, and then everyone kind of is like, okay, now what? And it actually just makes things more confusing than before that message was even delivered. So that's, that's something to, to think about on a personal level because Mercury is also your mind and Saturn is like kind of dark. I wouldn't be too glib about it. Like whatever it is, it's, it, this is probably just, it's going to appear much worse than it actually is, especially with Mercury going into Pisces. It's going to be confusing. Just don't. I wouldn't get too upset or too worked up over it. And if this manifests in your personal life, you know, same thing. If you get some kind of message from someone or some, maybe something at work. What's up, buddy? Do you guys hear my cat? Um, you know, think of power structures in your life. If you get some type of message from some type of authority in your life. Don't get too worked up over it. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's tomorrow, March second, and then um, so on March seventh next week, Saturn goes into Pisces, and the uh, the interesting thing about well, I mean it's interesting in and of itself, but something that makes it really interesting is that there's a full moon in Virgo that happens right before that ingress. And what that tells me is that it's, it's highlighting the work that will begin for you on a personal level. Um, Saturn is going to be shifting signs here. So it's going to be, you're going to feel that on a personal level. And I think you're going to get a, a sneak peek of that with the full moon in Virgo. I think that that's going to highlight the area of your life where, hey, you know, we need to start doing some work here. We need to start, Saturn needs to come up and clean up and, and button up. We need to cross the T's, dot the I's, and get this done. I wrote a uh, Substack piece on um, Saturn and Pisces and what that could mean for you specifically. I, uh, I guess like, I'll just briefly go through it. Um, when you read uh, astrology horoscopes, you actually need to be reading from your rising sign. I don't know if, you know, if you know that or not, but, uh, I mean, actually, if, if you really, really want to get in depth with it, you need to know your chart and you need to know where your house cusps are then you can have a real accurate picture of what's going on. Um, because I do, you know, hot take, but uh, I've been going back and forth with whole sign and quadrant houses for a while now. And I'm sorry, but quadrant houses is just more accurate. It just is. I'm sorry. It just is. I have a pretty complex chart that like there's a stark difference between... um things being in certain houses. And so I think that I have that insight that a lot of other people don't. A lot of a lot of house concepts can can bleed into each other where you can be like, oh yeah, I can see that. But for me it's just like night and day. But anyway, I'm I'm going off on a tangent. I, I do want to make a video or something about that one day though. But Nonetheless, just real quick, if you know your rising sign, you know, it's going to go something like this. If you're in Aries rising, you're going to be more isolated. Um, you're going to have more like thoughts that were in your subconscious, like suppressed unconscious thoughts. They're going to resurface and um, you're going to have to, you know, heal and, and deal with that. And um, Taurus, uh, it's going to be about your friends. You're probably going to, I don't know if a friend is going to reveal themselves to be shitty or something but you're gonna to have to show discernment towards who you let in your little little circle there there's gonna be some issues there um gemini gemini is exciting you're gonna have some uh some career change maybe you'll get promoted maybe you'll get a title change um the the big thing for gemini risings is you're going to want to um you're gonna feel like you need to have a purpose or that you need to refine your purpose because you're gonna be putting a lot of focus on what are you even doing here? How do you want to be received by the world? Cancer risings, you're going to like go back to school or, or, or go back to church or, or something like that. And um, maybe traveling will be restricted for you. If you're someone who travels a lot to like, I don't know, 
fancy vacations like in different countries all the time like that's probably not going to be it's probably going to be a lot harder to do um the next 3 years but um yeah and if you're already a religious person like you're probably going to take some kind of oath or something like that like it's just going to be a lot more structure and uh focus and responsibility in like your spiritual life um leo risings be careful with your money uh don't mess with your taxes don't don't do any risky stuff with like loans investments stuff like that it's not going to work out um be careful with like who you're exchanging your energy and resources with uh virgo is going to be virgo risings are going to be focused on relationships um for the next three years and that can go either way with you know saturn is kind of a bummer or it's it's kind of a burden but you know relationships are kind of a burden honestly i mean they're great if if you have a great you know relationship that's it's awesome but at the end of the day like you're still you're you're taking on someone else you know and there is like some burden in that so you know you might meet someone fantastic and uh you start a serious committed relationship and you know saturn is serious so um go that route or like you're so focused on what you want in a partner that you're gonna go inward and purposely close yourself off from uh, entering a relationship until you fix your own thing to be the perfect person or as perfect as you can be for someone else to have that ideal partner that you want and then so that they can be treated the right way i don't know um they can go either way there libra i think libra is gonna be um house um you're gonna you're gonna be like super busy i feel like or that or just like your day-to-day is gonna change like you're gonna have to be more structured you're gonna have to your daily routine is gonna have to be structured and um also because it's pisces and i have a libra rising friend and i've been talking to excuse me i've been talking to them about this and uh she does tarot and, and stuff like that. And I've been telling her, like, you're probably going to put a lot more focus on that because sixth house, Saturn, Pisces is like, to me, that's just super like vocational, super like you're on like a, a spiritual mission to help others. So if that's something that you're into Libra, um, you will probably be focusing on that the next three years. Scorpio risings. Ooh, the fun house. You're, you're getting Saturn in your fun house. <laughs> Um, that means you're probably going to be giving up vices. You're going to be quitting addictions or, or at least dialing them back. You know, if you're a big smoker or drinker or, you know, whatever, partaking in drugs, you're probably going to get a wake up call where it's like, Hey, got to dial this back. Uh, also that's like children. So maybe you, there, maybe there's a surprise pregnancy. Maybe you are actively trying to have a kid and Saturn's like, hey, no, you're not ready for that right now. This other area of your life needs to be focused on. So maybe you'll have trouble having children if you're trying to for that reason. You know, Saturn isn't, uh, Saturn wants to help. He's not, he's the way that I, I put it in like the Substack article is that uh, Saturn is like the strict father that, you know, shows you tough love, but he really does love you but he can be kind of a dick. That's Saturn. Sagittarius, you're probably going to maybe move or uh, have issues with your family. Um, You could have like some 
some uh maybe you you spend time get really into your family heritage and your ancestry like i remember i don't even know if this was a saturn thing for me but i remember at one point i got really obsessed with my family lineage and like ancestry and like i like went all out that was my obsession for a while was like trying to uncover as much as i could online and like old documents and stuff like that like that has saturn in your fourth house vibes to me um but yeah you may also like move you know saturn in the fourth is also like oh here's this mortgage uh sign on the dotted line capricorn during this period is going to be all focused in on the mind and learning and uh like planning logistics um especially pertaining to business like if you're learning um you're learning things to grow your business if you're learning or working in community outreach stuff like that if you want to learn a new language awesome time to do that you're going to have a lot of time to focus in on that or um if you want to write a book awesome time to do it it's just a great time in general to to learn something new aquarius aquarius might um suffer a temporary loss of income or just need to budget or maybe you could also maybe have a change of diet something like that uh, and then finally we get to Pisces and uh, Pisces, things are going to get real for all you Pisces risings out there. This is where you really need to put your maturity on display basically and step into your power um, because you will likely be taking on some sort of or a lot of responsibility during this time. Um, definitely more so than you have in a while. And uh, others are finally going to see the hard work that you've been putting on uh putting in behind the scenes uh hopefully even doing that if not then this is going to be a very difficult transit for you uh if you have been then it's going to be great and uh you know everyone's going to see it and you'll you'll have a good time you're not going to be i'm really maybe it's because and this is also important maybe it was because i was born during the day i don't really feel like saturn is super negative and that's because it's not for me because of uh what's called sect if um if you're born during the day saturn is pretty constructive and if you were born at night it's a little more difficult to deal with but yeah so pisces it's like you just completed um or well maybe you're not old enough yet but you saturn's coming back to your first house right so you're starting this new karmic cycle or this new um just this new saturn cycle so it's like you're just at the end of the day it's you're going to reap what you've sown so yeah that's that's all uh, that's a little breakdown of all the signs i kind of just blasted through that because i mean i'm sure you don't want to hear about everyone else's sign right but yeah honestly that was just from my substack so if you want um a free astrology newsletter I'm going to try and upload um, or update that rather as much as possible. So it'd mean a lot if you just subscribed and uh, yeah, you'll get that to your email uh, for free. Okay. So Saturn and Pisces, it's like the one thing that I can definitely see happening is that people are going to, oh, well, there's two things that I definitely see happening. One is that people are all together going to become more regimented in either you know, if they're spiritual, they're going to, or spiritual or religious, they're going to become much more regimented in that stuff, being more strict about how often they practice, be more strict about what's the word, like uh, ritual and, and ceremony, like 
being more consistent and being more on the ball, like doing things properly, like really getting into that. If you're not religious or spiritual, then I imagine you're going to be like, I don't know, going to a therapist or something. You're going to be dealing with some, you know, inner mental health work. What else? The past three years have been kind of gnarly in terms of humanity just being so divided, at least, you know, in our country. And we have our own problems that, you know, has to do with things outside of what's happened in the past three years. But my point is, when Saturn comes into Pisces, I think it's going to dissolve a lot of that tension and it's going to make us want to kind of come together again and realize that there's, you know, power in in unity and that we need to uh be better about that and forgive each other for basically wanting the other side dead for the past 3 years. Uh it's pretty fucking terrible, honestly. Um so that would be nice to see. I don't know if that's exactly going to play out because also in um the astrology for the next several years it's it's looking like a state secession in the united states so it's i don't know that's a hard one to delineate what's going to happen as far as the divide goes between people in the united states and and just people in general but let's move on to the big boy let's move on to pluto pluto's been in capricorn since 2008 and when it goes into aquarius it's going to be a noticeable difference because when Pluto, so when Pluto first went into Capricorn, first of all, let, let's break down Pluto, okay? Pluto is the archetype of Hades. The reason for that is because Pluto rules the darkness. He rules the unconscious. He rules death, what's buried in the dark. And it's like, that's a very transformational energy because it's like, a seed in the dirt or a unborn baby in the womb. All life takes root in the darkness before it can be born into the light. And so this transformation of darkness into light is the essence of Pluto. And so what happened with Pluto and Capricorn was Pluto came in in 2008 and because Capricorn rules things like the financial system, the fucking economy collapsed. We had the collapse of 08. And then right after that, you start seeing Occupy Wall Street. You start seeing the Ron Paul movement with like everyone learning about what fiat currency is and how the dollar actually means nothing and how the Federal Reserve is just printing this money, you know, money printer go like it's just a bunch of bullshit that Pluto in Capricorn taught us. It also taught us about power dynamics inside um, institutions, power structures, um, the corruption in that anyway, um, the racial injustices in power structures, all of that stuff that's been going on since 2008. And that's just, you know, that's how it works. A planet has job to do and it, it goes into a sign of the zodiac where it gets its tools and its objective. I, uh, again, on my Substack, I wrote about this and, um, I wrote about the past like 50 years of Pluto through signs and, you know, you see it, you see him do his thing. Like in the sixties, when Pluto was in Virgo, you saw the invention of 
the microchip and literally the invention of birth control or not the invention of, but like the, um, like the FDA approved it and it became available. Those are huge Virgo themes. You have the computer chip, which is like the mercury thing, uh, you know, processing information. Then you have Virgo, the virgin, and you're, 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 you're creating this technology or, you know, medicine rather another attribute to mercury. Uh, for birth control but then there was also a lot of fucked up shit that had to do with those same themes like what happened with mk ultra mk ultra i'm sure you know by this point but if you don't it was this it was human experimentation on on like the cia was experimenting with mind control on the u.s public if you know the story of the unabomber they fried that guy's brain and like that's Pluto and Virgo right there. Uh, then it went into Libra. Libra is ruled by Venus. Um, Venus is associated with things like romance and love and, and money. And, and um, Libra is the sign of law and justice and relating to others and, and diplomacy. And then in the 70s, when Pluto moved into Libra, we get no-fault divorce laws. That just spread across all the states in the United States. And then slowly but surely, that normalized divorce in american culture like it was never like that before that time before pluto was in libra you couldn't just divorce someone because you wanted to there needed to be a reason you needed to to go in front of a judge and plead your case to get divorced and um you know i would argue that that uh that's maybe a net negative on society because honestly who wants to get married if if you can just get divorced and lose half your stuff for no reason whatsoever. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and then there were some other things that passed that were all right. Like, you know, the Equal Rights Amendment. Um, you had Roe v. Wade passed during this time. Like very Libra stuff, um, Libra and Pluto stuff. Then we have um, Pluto and Scorpio. And uh, I like to... My favorite way that I like to explain Pluto and Scorpio is Jeffrey Dahmer. Pluto and Scorpio brought about like this, uh, these sex killings, like these serial murderers who committed all these like sex crimes, these atrocities, these murders. And Jeffrey Dahmer in, in particular, because with him, it was like his reasoning like he, his attachment he didn't want to feel abandoned by his victims he didn't want them to leave so he literally murdered them so that they would spend the night with him he needed absolute control over them and that is scorpio all the way scorpio is about you know that pain and detachment it's about letting go and it's about relinquishing control so pluto and scorpio to me is like that jeffrey dahmer thing um, but you also get like satanic panic. You get the uh, AIDS epidemic, just like a lot of sexual and like occult theme stuff going on while uh, Pluto was in Scorpio. And then Pluto went to Sagittarius. And uh, so Sagittarius is like this optimistic sign. It's uh, attributed with long distance travel, religion, higher education, freedom, philosophy, right? And so, uh, hang on one second here. I kind of like turn this up. Hello? Check. Okay, much better. So yeah, while uh, 
while Sagittarius is like full of dumb luck, basically, it's also the Sagittarius Gemini axis is also um, an axis of war. Um, and so with that being said, you know, the biggest day of Pluto and Sagittarius was clearly September 11th, 2001. And the astrological symbolism for that day is crazy. It was a Pluto-Saturn opposition, right? So if you think about that, on September 11th, you had Pluto, the destroyer, in the sign of Sagittarius, the archer, making a hard opposition to the malefic Saturn who is in the sign of the twins, Gemini. That's just, that's potent astrological symbology right there. That is crazy. But, uh, you know, during Pluto and Sagittarius, like all of those Sagittarian themes were weaponized, like religion was weaponized. Everyone was so afraid of Islam and Islamophobia was all over the place. And then foreign relations, like there was just these, it was always a war against this country across the ocean that had nothing to do with what happened on 9-11. Traveling, traveling was changed with the TSA. And so then I, I did Capricorn. Capricorn was the banking and the power structures. And so now we get to Aquarius. And Aquarius is a sign of humanity. It's a sign of technology. It's a sign of networks. It's a sign of um, decentralization, basically. Hopefully, that's what I would like to see it do. Uh, that's what I would like to see be highlighted during this period. But so because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a lot of AI stuff, right? And I think at the end of this 20 years, there's barely going to be any jobs. Like there's everything is going to be able to be done by AI and robotics. And because of that, you are going to get things like universal basic income. You're going to get universal health care, right? So there's the humanitarian part of Aquarius. Um, you're going to get on the negative. I think that human resources are going to be controlled. I think that there's going to be, all right, so in this article, or whatever you want to call it, that I, that I wrote on Substack, I had a prediction that there was going to be issues with airborne chemicals and pollutants while Pluto was in Aquarius. And the reason that I said that was because back in last, last year, like last February, March, I started having these, this weird reoccurring dream that felt very different than my other dreams because it's like usually like I'm pretty good at interpreting a dream or you know I can see how my dreams relate to my subconscious where I'm like all right that's strange but I get it but I just had this one reoccurring dream that started around February March and then it just had it all summer and then it kind of just stopped um and that and it had nothing I knew that it was like some weird like omen, like some dark omen. And it's, by the way, I probably should explain this before I went on this tangent. I used to have crazy, like, uh, what do you call it? Precognition, where for about like three years, every night I would dream. And then the following day, whatever happened in my dream would happen in real life. It was nuts. Um, but anyways, I digress. So I have this dream. And essentially like everything gets locked down again like it was in march of 2020 where everyone was locked in their house except this time 
we did it to ourselves because we were terrified to go outside because something was wrong with the air. Like it wasn't something, it wasn't a, it wasn't a disease or a sickness. It was the air became like poisonous or unbreathable. And I didn't know, I don't know what or why. Like I thought maybe nuclear fallout or something. Like I guess that's on the table. I don't know, but I think that something like that is possible with uh in the very like I don't I don't want to get all doom and gloom, but it's kind of fun, isn't it? <laughs> to speculate on messed up shit. I think that uh an ingress just like, you know, we had the 2008 collapse, like maybe something like that happens or we get locked down again and it's some environmental disaster. And then they use that to be the theme over the next 20 years of how Pluto can try and control and, and, and manipulate through the, this, this mask of environmentalism. And I think that that's how they're going to try and control resources, be like, oh, we can't, you know, you've used up too much of your heat or whatever, like your smart meter is going to be paused here because you wrote a mean tweet or, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm going off here. But my point is, so I was having those dreams and uh, I wrote that in the, the sub stack because of that. And then the, this train derailment thing just happened in Ohio. And when I saw it, like, I kind of forgot about like all this, my heart kind of sank. And I was like, oh shit. Like, what if it's something like, what if it really is something like that? Like just some crazy environmental disaster with the air, like something, like something just is in the air that we're terrified of that we have to deal with. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can only speculate because speculating is fun for me, but yeah, I guess like, I don't really have much else to say other than, yeah, I don't know. Try not to be overwhelmed, you know, just know that things are going to change. And it's, I used to be very conspiratorial or like uh, felt as if we had no control over things. And I think maybe we still don't have control over so much, but I, I think that these things are just going to happen. I think that, you know, learning much more about astrology and seeing things play out live now when you understand astrology and you understand how this place works a little better it feels less conspiratorial and it just feels like the language of this realm and you know maybe that is to to better equip us for whatever i don't know i don't really know but it's interesting and I don't get too bent out of shape about things now, I guess is my point. So yeah, I mean, starting tomorrow, this, this, this should start getting interesting. So um, yeah, I just wanted to hop on, get this out of the way. And uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, if you want to support me, please uh, subscribe to my Substack over at astrologyandhumanity.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tyler Soto. And I am also on Instagram, even though I don't post anything, but I'm there too. Maybe I'll start. Um, that's it, guys. I'll see you next time. Um, I think the next one's probably going to be 
more about other things. <laughs> I think I'm going to put down the astrology for a while. Um, all right. Later, guys.